Welcome to this week's episode of Paranormal United States. This is episode 26, Montana. Yes, and what we're going to talk about today is a place that was the territorial capital of Montana uh, back in 1864. Um, okay. It's a, a ghost town, so following on slightly from Missouri, uh, where you talked about a ghost town. This yep. is a ghost town as well. And this is a place called Bannock. Um, it was founded in 1862 and was named after the local Bannock Indians. Uh, Bannock was the site of a major gold discovery in 1962. And as I just mentioned, uh, served as the capital of Montana Territory uh, back in 1864 uh, until the capital was moved to Virginia City in Montana. So Bannock continued as a mining town, though with a dwindling population, and the last residents left in the 70s. So this is like a proper ghost town. Oh, so no one lives there. No one lives there now. Um, but at its peak, Bannock had a population of about 10,000. Uh, it was super remote. It was connected to the rest of the world only by the Montana Trail. Uh, there were three hotels, three bakeries, three blacksmith shops, two stables, two meat markets, a grocery store, a restaurant, a brewery, a billiard hall, and four saloons. Uh, though the businesses were built of logs, some had decoratively false fronts. So here is one of the buildings, Hotel Mead, which I'll come on to very shortly. So a little bit more about the history of Bannock just to give you an idea of the kind of place it was. Uh, among the town's founders was the sheriff called Henry Plummer. Um, so he used to run the place and, and as you can imagine if there's 10,000 people there, gold rush times, um, it was a bit ropey, there was a mm. few dodgy people and the sheriff Henry Plummer was accused by some of secretly leading a ruthless band of road agents uh, with early accounts claiming that his gang was responsible for over 100 murders in Virginia City and Bannock. Um, wow. So, because the history was a bit ropey back then, uh, there was only eight deaths that were actually documented. Um, some modern historians have called into question the exact nature of the gang, uh, while others actually deny the existence of the gang altogether. Um, but Plummer and two compatriots, both deputies, were hanged without trial at Bannock in 1864 um, because he was so corrupt and a number of his associates were lynched and others banished on pain of death if they ever returned. <clears throat> 22 individuals were accused, formally tried and hanged by the Vigilance Committee. Uh, they were also called the Montana Vigilantes. Uh, of Bannock. So there's a lot of gang-related murders, yeah. a lot of deaths there. Which brings us on nicely to Hotel Mead. Hotel Mead was one of the original hotels back in the day, and it has its fair share of paranormal activity. So for example, it has some auditory activity. So in Hotel Mead, there are sounds of crying children that have been heard. These could be impressions perhaps left over from the days when the building was used as a hospital. Uh, as we've seen in other states, a lot of hospitals have had trauma, a lot of traumatic deaths 
and it seems to hold quite a lot of residual energy of spirits uh, and things that happened back in the day yeah. um or it may be the the entities of children who died there in the hospital are still residents who knows um if there are some psychic impressions there perhaps they might also be left over from days of the native american uh, attack scare when some children were put into hotels as safes um, and they were actually put in the hotel safes as well for <laughs> to keep them out of harm's way so obviously a lot of kids died uh, as a result of that um, and a lot of crying has been heard ghost adventures went to bannock and they heard a lot of crying children uh, so it has been documented quite a lot over the over the years there's also a spirit by the name of dorothy dunn uh, she first appeared as a spirit to her best friend who was with her on the day when they decided to go swimming and dorothy unfortunately drowned um, today dorothy is mostly seen by children wearing a blue dress and sometimes tries to talk to the children she can also be seen looking out of one of the first story windows in one of the guest rooms um, and sometimes in the large front room which has a balcony which overlooks the street um, she was also the daughter of the hotel manager at the time um, so did have access to a lot of the rooms um, so she is seen in around and outside the hotel as well so if you're ever around her you might see someone in a blue dress trying to talk to children that'll be Dorothy oh, was she a child when she died um, I don't have that age, but I believe she was in her teens. Mm. There is reference to her as being slightly older than, but she was a child herself, but sort of an older child. Um, but she used to frequent the hotel a lot, as I say, because her dad was a manager. So yeah. she used to go everywhere. Um, there's also unexplained cold spots inside the hotel, which, as we know from the other episodes we do and people we've spoken to, that could be a sign that there's spiritual activity in there. Um, generally, a lot of cold spots happen when there's spirits in the area. Um, they think that maybe Dorothy has some company, other entities who can't quite leave the place because they loved it so much when they were still alive. Um, the original owner of the hotel, um, Dr. John Singleton Mead, um, is potentially one of the spirits. And they believe he might be keeping an eye on the living of those who visit the hotel um, it could be one of the many guests that have been there over the years um, that maybe were gang related deaths that kind of thing um, other spirits could have been following people around and there are reports of other spirits not just girls in blue dresses um, there's also a spirit of an older woman in the hotel as well she haunts one of the second floors um, she's also been seen looking out of a second floor window by visitors. They think she might actually be the mother of Dorothy Dunn staying here because the spirit of her daughter is also there. So that coupled with the, the children crying, Dorothy being seen in the street, the fact that she was documented to have been drowned accidentally um, whilst her dad was still the manager of the hotel lends weight to the fact that as I say, Ghost Adventures went and looked at the whole whole town. There's other buildings, um, including a museum in the area, 
whereby spirits have also been um, spotted and documented as well as orbs all that kind of stuff um, and all in what is now an actual ghost town um, living up to its name it doesn't like that big of a hotel and to have no. quite a lot of activity there yeah yeah it is a small hotel i think it's like one of the because there's quite a few hotels in the area uh when it was quite a small active town hmm. um i don't think it didn't need to it doesn't even look that big i don't know how many rooms it's got um but looking at it it looks like there's only the two floors there and it can't have gone back too far so i, I would imagine it's only a handful of rooms um but yeah cool place to stay yeah yeah and this as i say now nobody's lived there since the 70s so this is definitely a proper ghost town it's crazy how towns just get abandoned especially like, like the gold rush towns where they just everyone moves in for a few years and once the gold's gone it's just yep. left yeah everyone, there were reports goes. of about nearly a million dollars worth um it's nine hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars worth of gold was found over the time it was in part of the gold rush so it is there was a lot of money to be made and mm. that was nearly a million dollars back then so you can imagine what that would be like 150 years later yeah a ridiculous amount of money so you, you, it's no wonder you'd get people flocking there ten thousand people then along with that you'd get all the gangs turning up because where there's money there's always people trying to make free money as it were yeah. And then you've got corrupt officials with the sheriff. He got found out. He got hanged. His gang got lynched. 22 people got hanged. Uh, literally the sounds like the Wild West. That literally is the yeah. Wild West. I can, every time I was reading it and I was reading the stories and I just had in my head, I just had like, I could, I could see it now. Like something out of Red Dead Redemption, something like that. Like people firing off guns all over the place. Hmm. Um, that's probably quite a stereotypical English view of what the uh, the Wild West gold slinging towns were. But yeah, it's mad because when I do, I obviously going back to sort of our history in poker. Hmm. Uh, when I read a lot about sort of how poker developed, and it was around the gold towns hmm. where they all go to. So that's where the money was. That's where the businessmen were. So the poker players would go to these towns where the gold rushes were to play poker against these people that are now suddenly become rich. Yeah. And wanting to gamble and stuff. and Yeah. It's crazy. Get a slice of the action easily. That's what they want to do. Yeah. And interestingly, when I was looking into Montana, um, there's actually a TV program currently on. Um, it's on Discovery and it's called uh, My Terror Town. And it's a ghost town called Gun, Gun Slinger Gulch in Montana. It's this gold, uh, it's 52 acres, I think it is. And this family bought it bought the, the ghost town and it's made up of buildings that have been bought in from other areas of America and as soon as they moved in paranormal activity all over the place there's actually a six part wow. mini docuseries on it called My Terror Town um, where they, they follow this family it's like mummified cats found underneath the buildings and that was one I was going to use for this episode because it is quite a rich thing but because these buildings have come in from other places, didn't feel quite so Montanery. Um, yeah, yeah. But and it's interesting following on from Missouri last on the last episode, where you talk about ghost towns as well. It, people just go in and then just leave as soon as they get like 
as fast as they get in there, they move yeah. back out years later and it it becomes empty again. It's it's mad. It's mad. And I can't even imagine it in the UK like that. No, um, no. We haven't got the space anyway, but No. Yeah. And the council will claim it and build it <laughs> yeah. into something else. Yeah, it'd be taxed and all sorts. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's part of something that seems to come up in like the the midwest and uh, and the, sort of the middle part of of the us as well so yeah interesting so that was episode 26 montana <laughs>